Rythan has returned back to normal, but not everything is the same. Even back in his tiefling form, his horns have extended, his wings are larger. What was the effect of turning into a pit fiend have on his body? Some people say that your experiences dictate how you became who you are. And how will this experience affect Rythan? How will this experience affect his party members who had to try to bring him back from the brink? Not only that, but Oswald sacrificed himself to defeat this black dragon, or at least get it out of the way. Right now, an army of were-creatures is going towards the party. The overcity of Mizamola is being threatened to fall down on top of their head, potentially destroying most of the population of the city. I do not know if our heroes are strong enough to handle the physical and emotional trauma that has been placed upon them. However, it will be interesting to see them try. My name is Christopher Rondo, and I am the owner of Scald's Tale Entertainment LLC. And I bring to you to the second part of our first season of Wyvern's Aria. Hello, my name is Alex Bissonette, and I'm playing Arnar Jerinamonis, level 4 Dragonborn fighter with the Samurai subclass. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey, the level 4 human fighter. Casey is blonde and a little unshaven. He wears a brown leather jacket and is always seen with his trusty revolver. Hello, I am Sean Last, and I play Rythan Dusk, who is a level 3 tiefling conjuration wizard and a level 1 fiend warlock. Hello, I'm Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors. The level 4 Celestial Warlock. Casey, you're still trying to drive away from this scene. We can begin to see cracks in the cement holding up the upper city as we see bits and pieces of dust begin to fall. Behind you, you see Rythan. Arnar and Vivette about to prepare to fight a onslaught of were-rats where even though there was this large explosion there still seems to be some approaching them. However Casey why don't you describe your character for me? Casey is wearing his usual leather jacket over his armor black leather studded belts underneath he's got short frazzled blonde hair five o'clock shadow he's wearing his dark denim jeans and his leather boots his pistol strapped at his side. Don't forget his sword. Yeah, that's that's like on his belt. Alright. Casey is currently driving and he looks behind and sees the events with Rythan turning into this pit fiend and then returning to its natural form, begins to try to recollect himself. Looking in front of him, he is stuck in traffic. There are a lot of vehicles in front of him that do not seem to be moving and you actually begin to see people beginning to abandon their cars. They seem to be heading to the elevators going to the upper city or they are heading to the outskirts of the city to leave the city as the foundation of the upper city seems fragile at best. Damien is going to be on his motorcycle trying to navigate the crowd and even he on the smaller vehicle is having trouble managing through. Damien's going to look to Casey and say, Casey. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but we need to take people to the elevators or outside the city. It's, it's going to be a mess either way. Well, if the upper city falls, I don't want to be in either levels. We should definitely leave the city. We can go to city center. Closer. 
If it falls, it's kind of a moot point, though. Alright, get the people out of the city if you can. Lead them by foot if you have to. Alright, I bang on the back of the van. Everybody get out! Arnar, you are looking at the carnage that was cast by Rythan in his fully demonic form. You have your sword out as you see in the distance more were-rats beginning to approach. This blasted a lot of damage. Some of the buildings were decimated. However, the sheer number of these people is is overwhelming. You see three approaching you fairly quickly and more in the distance. Why don't you give me a character description? If I recall my uh, intro uh, correctly, Arnar just snuck into the city wearing like a hoodie and like jeans to try to blend in, which ended up being, after a day or two, realized was uh, just entirely pointless because he's a dragonborn and he sticks out regardless. <laughs> so now he's back into his uh, regular attire. So uh, Arnar is uh, he's about, he's about six, eight, weighing uh, about 300 pounds. He's a uh, big even for a dragonborn. He's slightly taller and he's got a large, the large upper body and shoulders from years of uh, working ships and then also his years of martial training. His scales are burnished bronze and he has silver eyes. Scales have very small nicks and scratches, mainly along his forearms and torso from just years of uh, combat. But also the most distinctive feature is underneath his jaw and all down his neck he's got three scars in a perfect line which are uh, clearly left there by another dragonborn's claws you know his clothes are relatively plain his pants are simple worn leather and he wears a plain gray tunic that is open wide with the mark of his occupation on the chest in red it's a sword and an anchor crossed uh, his only like fashionable items are on his left arm he's wearing a band he's wearing a metal band of a copper with a yeah, copper with the, the slight with the light patina to it, and then on his shoulder he's wearing two uh, large scarfs that end up looking like a cape that are uh, blue and silver. And then when he's armed, which he is now, so right now since uh, he's about to get in a fight, he's got a he's normally got his great sword over his shoulder strapped like a like a guitar, but now since uh, he's drawn it, his uh, he's a uh, slung the sheath back over uh, diagonally, and he's just holding his uh, great sword up ready to go, and that is uh, left hip the left side of his hip he's got a weighted net what is arnar going to do well so rythan's back to humanoid size regular person size uh is he near us is he far from us i, I would think about 30 feet 30 feet and are the things about to because i feel like he's probably the most vulnerable at the moment i don't know that's what i would think at the moment whether or not it's true it's another story but uh are there the were rats close to him or are they farther from him or you were in between them and the were-rats? In bet- I, I was in between him and the were-rats. The mm-hmm. were-rats are coming from mostly one direction, and it's the opposite direction? Correct. Uh, and they're about 30 feet away? 30 to 50, somewhere in that range. 30 feet? All right. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to stand in front of uh, vet and uh, Samson and just just get ready for them to come. A lot of practice swings, a lot of uh, just <laughs> getting ready for a fight. Vets, you are with both Samson and Rythan. Why don't you give me a character description real quick? I'm about 5'9". The thing that you recognize for me is that I am in priestess robes, but have quite a bit of weaponry on me. Um, I have a very interesting expandable staff, and I have black hair that fades into white. I am in priestess robes that also have leather gear around the front and i have almost silver eyes that are very piercing 
and I am a very strange looking character amidst all of these very odd people. But even myself, as humanoid as I look, is very different. Cool. And Rythen, we are going to take the Hulk approach to um, your clothing, where for some reason you managed to uh, keep your pants on. But uh, <laughs> when you give me give me your character description, um, maybe try to leave that part nebulous. But, um, you know, we'll just uh, headcanon you wearing a very ripped up pants or something. Wearing a G-string. Uh. <laughs> Who says I wear anything in demon form? Rythan, why don't you give me a character description as well? So Rythan stands at six feet tall. He's a tiefling that's currently wearing ripped up pants. His uh, hat and duster are all shredded to bits. He, his skin is a color of Pascal. He's got two very large tattered demonic wings that unfold into about an eight foot wingspan. And constantly surrounding him, buzzing in a circle, is a green imp skull that has two small horns that protrude from the forehead. And Vivette and Rythan. Rythan, I would imagine you are slightly disoriented as you return back to your natural form, but we will quickly be able to gather your surroundings. Samson is here as well. He is a pretty tall tiefling, six foot two. He is currently wearing very, very basic commoner's clothing for the Mesomola style, which would be effectively a t-shirt and some sweatpants. He has been recently hospitalized and hasn't had time to don his normal gear. However, on his side, he does have his holy book and there is a large gash on his left forearm. He is currently holding Vivette's dagger as well. Vivette, Rythan, what would you like to do? Samson, you're awake. Are, are you alright? I've been trying to talk to you for days. Are you okay? Just hold this. Hold this spell as hard as you can. I'm going to try and take care of you. And I try and patch him up. And I take my dagger back. <laughs> and as I do that, I'm going to look around and see how close are the rats. They're quickly approaching. We're thinking maybe about 15 seconds at most before they they make contact with Arnar. So maybe a little longer to reach contact with you, but Samson will wave you off. I'll be fine. Check on him and see if we can leave. You get him if you can. Get him out of here. And I will take a bit. I will take a pinch of brimstone and some powdered iron and I will put it through my hands and I will cast Flaming Sphere. Perfect. Casey. You basically have to cross Arnar and these were-rat parties to reach the exit of this city. How would you like to handle escorting these people out? Uh, I assume the street is just completely jam-packed with vehicles. Yes, I mean, it's enough where people can kind of, people can wade its way through, but there is a lot of obstructions out of your way. You're not taking the most direct path unless you can just, you know, car jump, which some people can, but some people in your group probably cannot. With my knowledge of city secrets, would I know of an alternate route? Yeah, absolutely. You can find ways to not take the main streets, but you still have to cross main streets to uh, to reach those alleyways. For sure. Well, that's what I would do. Is I would lead them lead them down those uh, routes. Okay. Do the were rats seem to be doing anything at the moment? They seem to be charging Arnar and Vets. There were none in my area. 
Not immediately. So think of it as they seem to have gathered and then they are expanding out. So Arnar is facing down with the group that has gathered and now they seem to be taking to the streets in a rather aggressive form. Okay. I thought they were like coming out like all over the city. Not immediately, no. Okay. Uh, go and shoot things or help the people. Well, I would tell Damien how to get them through the city. Say, take this street, take this route, go through here, do this. Uh, avoid <laughs> large intersections. And then I would uh, give them a salute and start charging back towards my friends. Cool. Before you get to that point, you hear a, hey, kid, apprentice, whatever. And Esmond Steiner is pretty close by trying to catch up to you. Short legs, has a harder time getting through the crowd. I see his small dwarf head. Uh, yeah? Catch. I'm gonna toss you a bag. Uh, what is it? It'll keep you healthy. Alright, thanks. Uh, and he's he's gonna run off. Get out of the city safely! And Damien scales Asmund, Lauren as well, who's still unconscious, will begin to maneuver through the streets. In this bag, there are four vials with a reddish liquid. Okay, I was gonna ask to look in the bag on my way over the, to them. The vet is casting Flaming Sphere. So Samson is going to try to get his shoulder underneath Rythan's arm to try to help him to his feet. Rythan, you're able to, to maneuver decently. What would you like to do? Seeing as there's danger coming my way, regrouping myself, getting my senses back, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. Would you like to describe that again? All right, I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> so Rythan's mage armor has changed from the last time he has used it. So when he casts his, uh, the spell, lava is going to start forming around him. And then in a split second, obsidian black armor encases his body and wings. And his horns will grow about a half a foot. And does he run towards the fight or away from Rythan will stand his ground, and his imp head will start spinning above his head. All right. Arnar, are you going to head towards the fights or away from the fights? Uh, so everyone looks like they're bracing. They're not trying to turn and leave. At least Vet and Rythan do. I think Samson was trying to leave, but will change his mind very shortly. And Casey is approaching uh, what's the city look like? It look like uh, we're about to get a city on top of us any second now, or? Over the course of the last 20 minutes or so, it still has been rather small chunks of cement falling. Hmm. So, like, nothing. It's it's too far away for me to tell, like, how it's gonna... And I'm no architect, so I'm assuming I don't really have a... Besides a person looking, be like, things are falling from the sky. There's no real way to see what's going on, for sure, yes. I'm assuming. Yeah, figured. I mean, nothing like this would have happened... There's, there's no architecture. I mean, you've seen trees fall, but not anything <laughs> like this. There's no skyscrapers in the Blackwater Mansion or anything like that. You've seen a two-story stone building collapse, but that's about it. Nothing, nothing out of any... Okay, no frame of reference. I probably assume the worst, knowing everything that's happened so far. And turn to everyone and say, we have to leave. Three more are going to be on top of you right now. Roll initiative. Ah! Right, dice, don't fail me. <laughs> I, I swear. Uh, so I have an initiative of plus two that makes this roll a... Uh, makes it a three. A three. I got 18. 
got a 16. Uh, so 17 total. Arnor, you look down three were-rats as they begin to approach you. Coming from on your left side, you see this sphere of fire begin to appear. A spell you've seen before from Vets as it rams into the nearest were-rats. Before we officially start initiative, Vets, why don't you roll against their dex defense? Uh, against their decks? Well, it's a deck save of 14, and I just rolled 6 damage. Cool, so go ahead and roll your spell attack roll against their decks. Then. That's a 20. And that 20? No, uh, dirty 20. Nice. Dirty <laughs> So, it will take us, it will take 6 fire damage, and uh, we will officially begin initiative at this point. Right then, you are first to act, surprisingly. Damn, maybe I should demon myself more often. <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm going to ask Samson, what are we doing real quick? Because I don't really know what's going on. I just know that there's a threat in front of me. Well, I imagine Bavette and Arnard buying us time till we leave. Cool. Yeah, I'm not even facing. Uh, yeah, just facing the white rats, sword drawn, yelling at everyone to leave. Or that we should leave, not like, hey, leave without me, but we should go. <laughs> I'll tickle me with you! We've had enough death this arc. All right, I will say, all right, which way? He points to your west. I'll walk to the west. Okay, you're full 30 feet. Uh, let's go 20 feet, walking over probably wreckage and bodies of people. Sure, gruesome. Yeah, I will look at one of the were-rats and I'm going to force it to see an illusion of a demon. I'm gonna cast Phantasal Force on one of the were-rats. This one. Ooh. Craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature. Uh, so go ahead and attack its intelligence defense. 12. 12 will affect it. So you can create a phantasmal object creature or visible phenomenon of your choice. Okay, so they, they see this creature and it's going to uh, screw with them. Does uh, everyone see it or just the. I think just, just a creature. Alright, so yeah, the creature will think that there's a demon in front of it fighting it. So, um, each round on your turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 psychic damage to the target. So go ahead and roll that 1d6. Three. Nice, nice. End of turn? That will be an end of turn. This where rat is attacked by this flaming sphere, looks disgruntled by it, and will run past it, charging face first into Arnar, moving right next to him. Bring it out. He is going to bite and claw you. So we'll roll the bite first. Six to hit. And try to claw you. Eight to hit. He nibbles on your armor. Slightly. Adorable, and now I'm debating whether or not I should attack him back or not. <laughs> but this will take us to Vivet. I will move the flaming sphere towards the back of the one attacking him and just yell out, Sorry, I hope this doesn't burn you. And then just slam it into the one that's attacking him. Go ahead to roll to hit against Dex defense. That's a natural 18 plus 6. That will hit. Go ahead and roll your 2d6. 6. 6. 12. Oof. This creature is now bloodied. And okay, so I use that as a bonus action to move it. And I will move up to flank. Yeah, I'm not going to move to flank it. I'm going to move right up next to it because 
course, my fire would be behind it. Intern? Yes. This rat is going to look at this demon. So he he's under the effects of the spell and does not get us another save. He gets uh, he can use his action to try and investigate the. Okay. Illusion. Cool. So he is going to jump up at the illusion, and try to attack it, which will be his investigation. Thirteen. It meets it. All right. So he's able to figure out that it is illusion. It is going to kind of just like and run towards the demon-looking thing that it can see, which will unfortunately be right then. Moving down the intersection, it is going to do its best to wade through some of the debris that's here. Casey, you enter the scene of Arnar and Yvette attacking this were-rat and two more pretty close by, but you see a horde of them in the not-too-far distance. Uh, like on the other side of the were-rats? Yes. Okay. Maybe about 200 feet or so. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna deal with the threat at hand. I'm gonna whip out my gun. I'm gonna shoot the rat attacking Arnar. Okay. Nat 20! It's a crit. What is max damage? 15. 15? Jesus. Would you... Is it just gonna be a flat shot? Yep. Describe the kill. And your whole action, how that looks like. I see the rat that's charged Arnar and is partially on fire. And it being the uh, first thing I can see, I'm just gonna aim carefully not to hit Arnar and just cap it. Consider it capped. Dang. I like to imagine uh, Arnar's uh, winding back for a swing, and like you get like you shoot like right through like both of his like forearms, like right in between like a gap made by them, and it hits the thing before he could swing. <laughs> would you like to end your turn there? No. Which way would be the closest exit out of the city? So you you pretty much want to head east. You can there are entrance northeast and southeast and directly east. If you think of this area like the exit to the city like a half circle there would be four exits pretty equidistant from each other okay well so if you and if you're at the uh, epicenter of the circle which is more or less where you are for the sake of this analogy you have those four choices so they are coming directly east so you can go northeast southeast or you can try to cut through the group well seeing the rats coming in from the east i'm gonna yell out to the group after i take my shot Run north! We gotta get out of the city! And uh, right now, Rythan's already been heading west, right? Correct. Cool, 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 cool. Correct, but he hasn't gotten very far, so... There's too much debris in the way. Good excuse. Too much debris? All the debris. This were-rat is going to find Vivette's very tasty and is going to try to nom on her arm, so running from the east, going directly, charging directly towards Vivette's being the closest target currently. Will try to bite and try to claw on her right forearm. We'll just roll these at the same time. A four, so an eight and a twelve. Twelve hits. Oh, nice. Not nice. Not nice at all. So he's gonna come in with this claw, dealing seven damage. Right. And so you take a look at, at this wound briefly and look at its nails and this. Creature's nails doesn't look even very rat-like. It, it almost looks like talons. Almost similar to Arnar's talons. And I have to make a concentration check. Yes, please. Natural one. Flaming sphere is gone. Ooh, that was going to be so helpful. And as a reaction, I'm going to do Hellish Rebuke. Perfect. Go ahead and attack its oh, dexterity defense. Natural 19 plus 6. I'll hit. That's at least 12. 
<laughs> it is at least 12. That's seven, 18 points of damage. Okay. This will bloody this creature. How does Hellish Rebuke look like? Hellish Rebuke extends out, black in the middle, white surrounding it, spiraling towards the creature. And when it hits the creature, it snaps it shut in a cage of metallic darkness and anger. Nice. That was your reaction. So this will end this creature's turn and takes us to Arnar. So uh, seeing uh, my target in front of me just drop, I feel like the most natural position to move myself into is between the one running for Wraith and the one attacking. I almost called you uh, your real name, uh, the one attacking for Vet. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, and seeing as he is currently the bigger threat and the one that's easier to put down, I will attack the one attacking Vet. Okay. Should I great weapon master it? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. And that's a straight yes. roll, and that's. Do it. That's, Do it. That's that's it's a straight roll then, because I have plus five, but that's minus five. Do it. I believe in you. Alright. Maybe disappointed in myself and all of you. Uh great weapon master, here we go. It's a it definitely, definitely hits with a seven. As you Oh, I shouldn't have fighting spirit. Oh <laughs> too late. I said it, I did it, I done it. As you raise your weapon high. You swing down on this rat. Samson looks towards you, says, a little to the left, and you go, huh? Swing the sword down, and it hits. What? What is he? Is he a place of war cleric? Guided strike. The priest grants a plus 10 bonus to an attack roll made by itself or another oh, creature. Whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you, DM. <laughs> you mean Samson? Right, so, yeah, I mean uh, Samson. Yeah. Uh, let's see, so that's 2d6 plus 3 plus 10. Four, one, that's five, plus three, eight, eighteen. Scrap the kill. Ooh, alright, so, um, so, uh, his guided strike, does that have any visual things to it that would affect me at all? No, it's just him telling you where to hit. Okay. Guiding you, even. Gu- you would say, guiding you. Alright, yeah, so Arnar runs forward, uh, past the vet and is, like, moving too fast, and he's about to swing, and he hears a bit to the left, and he realizes his momentum would have brought him too far. But like a side glance back to Samson, he swings to the left and he gets it right between the shoulders. Yeah, right be- like right, right above the shoulders, like halfway through. And then, because great weapon master, I can bonus action, right? Yeah, bonus action, an additional melee attack when I reduce a creature to zero HP. Yep, yeah. cool. Yeah, this time I'm not not gonna not gonna do a straight roll again because I failed my last time. But watch, now I'm gonna get a, like an 18 or something. Yeah. So yeah, bonus action. I'm going to attack the other one. Nope, nope. Uh, four plus five is a nine. That will miss, unfortunately. Mm, that will. That will <laughs> See, what do you got any more, Samson? <laughs> One reaction, unfortunately. I need all the help I can get, apparently. That will be... Actually, you know, uh, let's see, I moved five feet. I want to put myself between the last one and right then, because I saw it was heading towards him, so I'm going to intersect him. Intersect. Yeah, that's a word I'm using. Cool. Samson has a spell list, but he doesn't have a uh, any weapons right now. Okay, so... He's a dagger. He gave it back to Vivette. I took it from him. Yeah. I can't trust you with this. Cool. Samson's going to survey the field. Hear what Casey says, not knowing who Casey is, really. Going to back up, try to lead Rythan away. So he's going to move right next to Rythan. And... Looking towards the were-rats that Arnar is currently facing, he's going to pull out his book, 
mumble a word and everyone can hear a bell strike in the air. Pull the dead. Oh. 17 plus six. Oh. 17 plus six, 23. He has taken damage from the Ventasmal Force. Six damage there, so. Oh, he's level five. What? He outlevels us? What? Kill him for experience. <laughs> we'll deal 13 damage here. This creature is not bloodied yet, but that will end Samson's turn. Bryson. Bryson will hear what Casey said and Samson, and he'll start headed over towards the north, climbing over a boulder that fell from the sky. He's going to. Sorry, his imp head's mouth is going to open and a greenish firebolt will fire out towards the where at. 20. Nine fire damage. This will bloody the targets. And that will be his turn. All right. Vivette, you're next to that. I will turn around and say, oh, I hate that my fire... Oh, disappeared. All right. Um. Ah, uh, run north, and I will Eldritch blast the creature. Roll to hit, please. Thirteen plus six is nineteen. Nineteen will hit. That is ten damage. Describe the kill. And I swing around after screaming, "Run north!" And I just have a streak of opposite from my previous spell. White streaks out in the middle, and black surrounding it spiraling in a pattern and when it hits it is just a bunch of random bats and death and spiraling noise that happens around it it's starting to get a little bit more inconsistent and more bizarre and this will take us out of initiative also what happened to my arm i just got scratched nothing the, the point was to, to reference that they weren't wolf, they weren't, sorry, rats. Well, they actually looked rather draconic talon-like. So, it seemed like Vivette was the only person who took a hit here. Casey is still still coming in to help lead the party directed north. Samson is going to follow Rythan as he begins to head north as well. What will the PCs like to do? Just uh, probably follow Casey's lead. The one that knows, knows the place, knows how to get out of here. Are there? There's not people with us, right? He, uh, Casey, sent all the uh, people with a uh, Damien, right? There are no people that followed Casey, but why don't you give me a perception check, please? Ooh, hey guys, it's double digits. Finally, uh, eleven plus two, uh, thirteen. You see outbursts of people fighting these were rats in various places. Particularly, you see a group of teenagers that seem to have these laser pistols going square off with a group of five of them. Everyone else that you see seems to be running towards exits, particularly heading to the elevator to the city center, the upper city side. Hmm. And that, they were in the direction we're heading, or? Used the, Not, I mean... The general in, direction, relatively north? Yeah, you see, you see these kids to the distance. They are to the north and the east, sort of on your way, but they risk getting overwhelmed by these other were-rats. And other were-creatures, too, you do see some of them that seem to have more wolf-like features and more canine features as well. How much distance would you say is between them and the, the horde? I would say they have about 
30 seconds until the horde actually comes down upon him. Well, uh, shucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, Arnar would like to point them out as we're moving. They need help. I'm not the only one making the decision. <laughs> well, we're also in danger being in the city, so I feel like we should keep uh, running. I will run, but if I see them and I hear him say they need help, I will throw a firebolt in that direction and try and head off some of where rats that are heading towards the children and just yell at them to run north. Oh, wait, they're children? They're like teenage teens. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to scream, run north and throw a firebolt. Rython, what would you, Rython, what would you like to do about this situation? Uh, I'm gonna continue north. Is Samson still with me? Yes. Okay, we're gonna continue running north. I'm gonna catch Vivi's eye and uh, give her a nod, and then I'm just gonna continue running north with Samson. Okay. Casey, realizing the age of these <laughs> people, would you like to change your mind? Uh, I mean, I can take one shot, but it's going to take more to stop the rats than that, right? Like, how many rats are there? They are engaged with five. Five? Can't help them. All right. Like, so, bang, bang, and you leave. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I... City's falling apart. I... Uh, oh, is... Wait, is Arnar going to help? Uh, I mean, I'm headed in the general direction, but, uh... If the group leaves them, I mean, uh, we don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, uh, yes, I'm heading in that general direction, but, you know, got the best tools for it. If Arnar's <laughs> going... I have to get real close to do anything. If Arnar's going, then it's no longer a suicide mission, so Casey's gonna go help. So as Vivette shoots the firebolt, I'm gonna shoot a shot, too, and start moving towards them. Okay. <laughs> this was not meant to, to, to be any more than, like, a split-second scene, but I love it. Well... You can't just You can't just say children are in danger. Put, you can't put details in that to make the party to get completely sidetracked. Come on. <laughs> no, the the detail was that they were had the laser pistols. Oh, that only I'm taking that into account. They're okay. helpful. Well, there's five yeah, of kids them and they're helpful. You killed three in like two seconds flat. Yeah, but those are <laughs> children. That's they true. don't. They can't do 15 damage. We will roll initiative. But I shot. Ooh, 13. 15. Oh. 9. 14. 19. I already shot. How is he going before me? So, this is not combat. This is a skills challenge. Oh. So you're a... Aww. I suck at those. <laughs> so, your objective here is going to be to get out of the city safely. Whether you choose to save these kids or not is going to largely determine on your skills if you want to take a turn to save these kids. Be my guest, but AC has fired a shot and grabbed their attention. Being a ammunition projectile-based gun versus their laser guns, your projectile-based gun does make more sound. So they begin to change focus and run towards you. Here's the situation. We do have people coming towards you in the southeast of where you are at. You guys are heading northeast. Three of these creatures are attracted by the sound of the gun. Ignoring those kids for now, they begin to charge towards you. A lot more are in the distance. Keep that in mind. With the party currently, we do have Samson as well. He is going to help provide some aid. 
what he can do for the party is three times the skills challenge. If you fail a roll, he can give you guidance, which means you can add an extra 1d4 to that roll. However, you can only do that three times, and, and if the roll is still a failure, it's still a failure. So, Samson has the ability to cast guidance. You can see the roll, and then you can decide if you want to add the 1d4 before I give you the results. If you do have inspiration, normally skill challenges are a good time to use inspiration. So inspiration is going to be a reroll, and it could be a reroll for anyone. So can I use a turn to assist somebody else to give them advantage on their check? No, so you will have to make your own skill check per turn, or you can take the failure, one of the two. Rythan, you see Casey fire the shots at this were-rat, hitting one pretty square in the shoulder, enough for him to stagger backwards, but the other two are attracted by the sound of the shot. Ignoring these kids, you see them run towards you. However, your overall objective is to escape. What would you like to do, Rythan? I am going to slow down my run a little bit. Hearing the shot, I will turn around. And I'm going to wait till one of the rats steps in a puddle of gas and then launch a firebolt at it. I'm going to use Arcana. Yeah, I, I mean, we are in a world of chaos. I, I guess I can see a car leaking somewhere, so go for it. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 24, 25. You, you have your degree, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean I'm good at math. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, you succeed. Tell me how, how this helps you. So as soon as the rat... Okay, so we got gas pouring from one of the cars that's tipped over. And as soon as the rat splashes down on the gas, the fireball will come launching towards it, and the rat will be barbecued. I can imagine that smell. I'm hungry now. One success. Arnar, you're locked out of Arcana. Oh no, I can't use my best arcane <laughs> <laughs> I would like to run about halfway to the... I have my swords away, sheathed and everything. I'm running about halfway to these kids. And can we see that horde in the distance? Or is it just we can see the three nearby? I don't know if you can see it, but you can definitely hear it. We definitely hear the horde? Yeah. Alright, uh, I want to look at the three kids and... Uh, I'm going to try to intimidate them to uh, come with me. Do you want me to say what I say now or roll with it? <laughs> Let, let's roll first roll and see first. What, that, what that looks like. Scare children Ooh, to follow. 14, my intimidation is plus 3, 17. Cool. Would you like to use the guidance? I think 17 will be good enough for me. Okay, that is success. Cool. Um, yeah, so I want to... Yeah, I want to run like halfway to them and... I want to make sure they can see me and the human and human-looking people with us. So it's not just, a, you know, another strange monster. And uh, I want to look at them and say, uh, There's a horde coming. You will not be able to stop them. We're leaving the city. Come on. I imagine that they may be shocked. And your actions here jumpstarts them into movement. Yeah, buddy. Got some uh, guns with us. Two successes. Vivette, you're locked out of intimidation. Which is my best skill. Oops. My uh, locked out of Arcana as well. No, you're not. You're just locked out of the person right before you. So, I'm trying to get these children to join us, and they're the ones on the map, right? Correct. So, they are they are moving towards the party as if to follow. Uh do they appear to be damaged in any way? They can be. One can have, we'll say, a scratch down the back leg, causing a limp. 
back and I yell at them, please move fast. I can heal you. I can help you, but we have to go. We have to move. And can I try and uh, cast a healing light as a bonus action on the one that seems to be damaged? Well, so we're, we're not quite in the turn order, the natural standard action, uh, bonus action, but you can do this. We can have you roll an arcana or a medicine using your charisma instead of the normal stats. I'm assuming your charisma is higher than the other stats, so. That is a, actually it works the same way the way, 19. What skill did you use? I went with medicine, but with my charisma. Perfect. So you run over, see this kid and he has this limp. And so how does healing light look like in this situation? It's a 60 foot range. So I just hold out my hand towards the area that I I use my ability to focus on where something is injured on a person from my training and I feel where it is. It's almost a Jedi mind trick thing. And I just focus on the pain and it doesn't have anything other than just a light around the area where the pain is being felt and glows this white light and then seeps into the skin. That is a success. This puts us at three successes. Casey, you're locked out of medicine. Oh no. Can I roll stealth to try to get us through the city without like running into like hordes and avoiding big areas? I think a streetwise may make more sense for this. Okay, okay, that's true. Best skill for you to choose because none of us, uh, I think, have it, so. Am I proficient in streetwise? I think so. I think that was one of your bonus skills. I am. So I get a plus four. Net 20. Would you like to use the guidance from Samson? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> so create this scenario for me. I mean, a lot of this is just like done in his head. Sure. Because he's just like pick, trying to picture a map of the city in his brain. He's mapping it out in his head, basically. He's like, okay, if I go here and then we can go this way, avoid this intersection. I'm picturing that meme where it's that woman like, looking off and there's like a bunch of like mm-hmm. triangles and geometry like <laughs> over her face, but it's like a city map in Casey's face. Yeah. Cool. This will be another success, so you're at four. Is that two successes? Because it's a nat 20? No, it is not. Otherwise, it would have to be two failures if it's a nat, if it is a nat one and that would hurt you guys more than help you. Okay. Four successes and zero failures. You guys are in good shape. We're the best. Rythan, you're locked out of Streetwise and Arcana. Uh, Rythan's going to continue running, and he's going to come up to an overturned bus, and he's going to dart across the street to the area where it's a little bit more clear to continue running, but there is a rat in the middle between the two. I'm going to try and stealth my way to the other side of the street. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Okay, that would be a nat 20 for me also. Dang! Uh, Alright, calm down, friends. Calm down. Don't worry, that just means the ones are coming. So... So scared to be the first failure. Yeah, so you slide across the the bus and hide in the shadows. And I I imagine that Rythan, with the extended horns currently, may, may have be having some balance issues, but you are quickly adapting to this new... But what would be the word? What would you call hordes? New 
The new edition. New edition? We'll go with that. Yeah, I look sexier now. <laughs> oh boy. Alright. Arnar, you're locked out of intimidation and stealth. Cool, cool, cool. In that case, I will use my athletics, and I like to... So, we're... I like to say we're running, and uh, they're getting a little close. Maybe uh, there's a... We're running through, like, a narrow alleyway, and as we do, I'm trying to throw something at, uh, in the way. And I'm going to roll and see, depending on how I roll, what I throw, if it's a, if it's useful or not. Sure. Oh boy, that's an 18. Uh, 18 plus 5. That's 23. This you is... you like to use the guidance? I would not like to use the guidance. This is, uh... Everyone knows a great dramas come from, uh... Just a flawless success. <laughs> no... No worries whatsoever. So yeah, I like to... I like to imagine we're running towards an alleyway. And Arnar stops at the entrance. And sees a... Like a... Medium-sized pickup truck. And just single-handedly flips it over in front of the entrance to the alleyway. Is that, is that adrenaline from the, the dragon invoking that anger in him? <laughs> you just see flips it over, just it's nice, that's uh, yeah, causes a little bit of barrier slowing them down. Nice. We do have two more successes till we reach our destination, so we want to start thinking about reaching the door that leads to the outside world. Vets, you're locked out of athletics and arcana. No, sorry, athletics and medicine. And where are we in terms of all those children following us? Correct, so the children will be following as best as they can. I mean, they're not flipping over buses and picking up pickup trucks, but they're, they're, I, I, I actually kind of imagine maybe drawing a crowd a little bit as you try to push your way through. I don't know if you deem that would be something that you would appreciate, but you know, you, you attract at least kids and maybe a couple of other people who see you guys pushing up, pushing pickup trucks and deem that this is the right group to follow. And we are heading northeast? Yes. I am going to use perception to try and find the best exit to try and get as many people in the direction we need them to go as possible. Perception? Perception. I will allow perception. That's a nine. Would you like to use the guidance? Yes, that's a d4. Yes, please. That is a four. So, twelve. Did you say it was a four? Yes, it was a four. So, it's a twelve overall. You said you rolled a nine, so thirteen? Yeah, 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 no, no, it's nine plus four. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. <laughs> Thirteen is a success, so what do you see that helps clear the way? I, I'm not great at knowing this area, but I obviously see some opening that I can tell them to go run towards. We are trying to get to vans or Buses trying to get away from the falling rubble, and I see something that doesn't have any of the the rubble, and I'm trying to just herd people towards that, away from everything that's happening in our area and all of the rats and everything. I'm just trying to get them towards that area, and I'm waiting for them to go before I start to move. Perfect, Casey, you can 
make this a perfect success. You can make a full eight successes and zero failures. I thought it was six successes. Six failures. It was eight successes and six failures. Ah! So Casey, you oh. are locked out of Streetwise and Perception. Those are like my best things other than... Uh, and the pressure is on. Okay. So you also have to decide a skill that will conclude the skill challenge as well. So it has to do something with the exit leaving, most likely. Man, being a fighter try in this situation try is... Try and uh... charm the rats away from the door. Okay, alright. So there's still rats on us? Yes, but I don't think they're as big of a, as big of a threat as the rubble currently falling. Okay. Well, I don't know what I can do about rubble falling. Oh boy. Are, are there like some people that are wounded from the following rubble? Falling rubble? There can be. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna use athletics to help carry people to safety and out of the way. Okay. Ah, uh, 13. Would you like to use guidance? Yes. Okay. So why not? 14. <laughs> Well, both 13 and 14 was a success. Yay. Give me a splash screen. What happens as people run out the door? What do they see? The party can help with this if they want. What's the name of my character? Casey, right. <laughs> Casey's got uh, some wounded man uh, on his shoulder and he's helping rush him out through the gate as quickly as possible, yelling for everyone around him to just go quickly. Okay. When everyone... Everyone's Arnar's being the last one at the door. Everyone's passing, drawing his sword. Just I'm, waiting for I'm, the doors to close. I'm staying with Arnar, and I'm waiting for Samson. Cool. Rythan. Rythan has a disc following him that has wounded people on top as he's running through the gate. And Samson is doing his best. He's not at full strength, so he's unable to really carry people per se, but he is trying to direct people along a party is a very good beacon of attention. Like you get tieflings and dragonborns tend to be taller than than humans. Rythan looks like a, a hot mess, so you guys are able to direct people out and Samson and Rythan will make it through the door. So Arnar and Vivette. How much time do we have? How like right now, how much uh DM, how much rock is falling? And is this a lost cause? Should we just step out? Or what is what is happening around us? So you look up towards the top of where this tiered city is, and there is this large crack that seems to be growing at an accelerated speed. This undercity is in its last moments. Number one rule when a building is on fire. Don't go back in the building, no matter what. So but we have we have Samson through, Riven through. Arnar and I are the only ones left. There are unfortunately still people in the city, but... I understand, but it's about to collapse. Yes. And I rolled a perception of uh, 15. So do I know how long it's going to be before it collapses? We're looking at moments. I am all for the protection of people, but at this point... I'm sorry, I think we need to go. So we, this is like a, you said like, it was like a doorway that we ran through, right? Or some sort of passageway? So I, I imagine this to be a large gate that can have a four lane highway for people coming in and out. 
So there are people kind of trying to to get out of here as much as possible, jumping over cars, dealing with traffic. Oh, okay. I was imagining something completely different. I was imagining like a, I don't know. There are probably like... smaller doors as well that pedestrians can get through. There's also a big, huge gate. So I I mentally pictured Rython and Casey going out a smaller door, but there is the, the bigger gate option. And then, the, so does that horde still following us? Yes. To some degree. Yeah, so uh, once uh, the last bit of people in sight come through, uh, I would like to slam the door closed and just throw things in front of the door and just turn and start running with everyone else. All right. But not, and... Maybe not slam a four-way uh, highway door closed. I don't think that's a possibility. And uh, the little uh, pedestrian way we happen to go through. Sure. So with this large gate still open, Arnar slams this door as we see this board as we begin to see the backdrop of this place crumble. Dust from the Undercity begins to weigh forward and the, just the, peer, the pressure of the air moving forward and the dust, you guys are momentarily blinded and pushed forward. But the dust rises and the sun is out and you are momentarily safe. Fate to Black here. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.